Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Monday. It's the 1st of June. Holy God, it's June. May was a long year, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can take another one of these months. <laughs> I didn't realize that after May there was going to be another one. Oh, God. Anyway, welcome to A Brief Chat. Uh, this is a show... That That's it. This is a show. This is a show that exists in the world. You can find all the previous episodes of this show at abriefchat.com, where you will also find a way to become a member. It's just by clicking on the link that says support this show. It's not fancy. And you can support it at one of three different levels. It gets you bonus episodes and such, including an every Saturday bonus episode, which this past Saturday featured Owen. So you never know what you might get. Also, it uh, literally puts food on our table. So it's a cool thing all around. How are you? Last night, Owen and I went to see Aunt Linda and Uncle Rich and uh, their son, my cousin Todd. We all gathered at Aunt Linda and Uncle Rich's house for a socially distanced pizza party. It was unbelievably great. It really, really was. Um, I just, I knew that I needed to see my family, but I didn't realize quite how much. I needed to see my family. I just, I left that gathering feeling like totally on top of the world and just completely re-energized. It's just been kind of lonely since we moved here, to be totally honest. I mean, we don't really know anybody. We don't do anything. I mean, nobody does anything, right? That's how it's supposed to be because of the whole pandemic. But uh, we just, as I've said before, we moved here just in time for that to be the case. So we hadn't met anybody yet. We hadn't really established, you know, kind of any connections in the community and I guess I know a couple people at the radio station, but really, as I've said before, like 70% of our decision to move to Tucson was because of the particular members of our family who live here and we haven't seen them at all. So it was so awesome to see them tonight and uh, the dogs. I didn't catch sight of the cat, saw the three dogs, but I didn't, I didn't see Dorothy anywhere. So maybe she was around somewhere. Owen was a big favorite of Gus, the boxer who uh, loves to get up on Owen's lap and uh, give them hugs and lots of slobbers and that kind of thing. Owen is allergic to dogs and cats, but uh, had taken an allergy pill before we went, you know, in preparation and uh, had a, a minor case of uh, <laughs> the selective hives, but took a shower when we got home and everything was fine. So it was just it was just super, super wonderful. In other news. Um, this weekend was an interesting time at work. We had uh, protests here in Tucson that involved property damage. And if you've heard either the weekend show from this Saturday or any other episode of this podcast, you um, probably know that I am anti-police and um, pro many kinds of property damage that are strikes against the capitalist system in which we live. And so that puts me not really in sync with a lot of the people here in this state and also out of sync, I think with the more mainstream of my coworkers. So I did a lot of nodding and smiling when people talked to me about the protests and, and that kind of thing, because I don't subscribe to any of the narratives that, um, that they do. And yet if there's one thing I've learned, which is a phrase that always assures you there is not uh, one thing I've learned, by which I don't mean there are multiple things. I mean, there's not even one thing. But if there's one thing that I've learned, it's to pick my rhetorical battles. There's just sometimes when it's there's no point in having a conversation, you know, in the 
in a few minutes in the radio station or via an email or something, I'm not going to change anybody's mind. In a prolonged period of time with another group of people who are also doing the work, it's possible that, by which I mean, you know, the work of, of change, it's possible that that kind of a group can influence one another. But so much of the time in one-on-one conversations with just casual people in our lives. I'm not saying, obviously, if someone says something racist right in front of you or homophobic or whatever, I jump in and, uh, you know, unabashedly and usually with all guns blazing, um, (laughs) no matter the severity of the infringement. But when it comes to a matter of ideology like that, like what kind of tactics do we use to protest? Um, especially when you're having conversations with people whose whose initial position is protest is okay. The thing that bothers me is when there's property damage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we are we are close enough on the issues there that I there's no reason for me to push in a casual conversation with someone whose opinion I can't possibly influence. So. I save that for things I say online or things I say on this podcast or, you know, whatever it might be. The other thing is that the, the particular radio station I work at is like absolutely apolitical in conception. I mean, that generally means you are taking a side, but, um, but we don't really talk politics at all. So for example, when the protests were going on, our studio is right downtown and the woman who was on a couple nights ago, you know, was there right in the middle. I mean, she could literally look out the window and, you know, see things on fire. And I think our building sustained a little bit of damage and that kind of thing. So she was doing her best is to kind of keep people apprised of what was going on. since she was looking at it out the window. And then the next morning in a conversation with my boss, um, you know, he was kind of trying to spell out, like some general ideas to think about how to talk about what had happened the night before. And I said, I have no intention of mentioning it whatsoever. You know, it seems way out of the wheelhouse of our station and it, I I can't see any positive upside in talking about it. And, you know, the reason for that is first of all, we're, we're there mostly to play music. I mean, we do provide some news when, when we're able to, and we do, you know, traffic and weather and basic stuff like that. But I mean, we're really there just to be a music station, like a retreat from the world. And so we try to be that. And I think that's a laudable thing to be. And then the other piece of it is there's literally nothing I can say that isn't going to immediately inflame much of our listenership and get me fired. So, I mean, if it came down to, I want you to say this thing with which, you know, I disagree or you have to not be on the air. Well, then I would be off the air. But if it just is, here are the parameters in which we're going to discuss this thing, and a possible option for me is to remain silent, then I will just remain silent in that situation. Because again, there are places where I can use my speech to do good and influence people and so on and so forth. And there are places where I can't. And I think that I am, I don't know if it's a sign of maturity or timidity or age or tiredness or whatever it is, but I've just, I have reached a point where I'm not trying to fight every single possible battle. I just, I don't have the strength for it or the, the spoons as the current, you know, phraseology goes. So even, you know, even when we were hanging out, um, you know, with family, like there's, uh, my family is 
generally more conservative than me, but I mean, that's, that is true of most people I encounter, I guess, but, um, yet they all realized the wrongness of the thing that had occurred and were in favor of people protesting that wrongness. And so there's just no reason for me to say anything more than that at that point. Um, that seemed to be fine, right? Like, I would rather use some of my power to either convince a bunch of people to take action or to uh, use rhetorical flair against people who are harming us than to try to push people who mostly already agree with me and who I don't need to take other action than they're taking. I don't know. I can't tell. I would have hated this episode of this podcast in my 20s for sure. And... I even though I would say I am getting more radical as I get older, I think the tone of this particular episode, I I just can't tell if I would hate it or not, if I were listening to somebody else say these words right now. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. You can reach me at jason at a brief if you would like. Uh, I am posting on social media, but I'm doing it with a third party app. I don't see replies and I don't see direct messages. So uh, that email address, jason at a brief is definitely the best way to get at me. I'm going to leave you just in case you think I've gone totally middle of the road here. I'm going to leave you with a song that I recorded last night. I love you. A better world is possible. Fuck the police, all cops are bastards. 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 Fuck the police, all cops are jerks.